I, I will drink until next morning. to the blitz it's a new week happy monday it's monday january 23rd that's weird we're rolling through january you've but, officially uh, knocked out a suit for a week charlie you yeah well, one day so now this is your more. i know but you've knocked out one we're one down full weekend today today i really woke up frustrated frustrated like, it was just like, all right, I've hit a week and there's still two more of these. <laughs> I am running out of, like, different ties slash dress shirt options. It's a big commitment in the morning when, when you're yeah. not used to waking up and putting on a suit. Like, if you had been doing this for a while, no problem. But you're, I guess you're new my to the suit game. biggest question is, like, who and why was this decided? The the professionals back in the uh, professional days. Like like when did suits start? Why did they start? Why did someone be like, oh this, this means you're ready to work. It's all like, about this hey, means you look fancy today. It's all about the fashion trends of the times. Maybe it'll change here in the next 20, 20 years or so. If what what would it be? I don't know. What like who's to say? Actually, when I walked in here with my tennis shoes on and my athletic shorts on and. A nice T-shirt. Who's to say, other hey. than outdated societal standards, that you know that <clears throat> makes me less to do or you know less fancy than the guy in the suit? I will say, less professional. I feel like suits are becoming less and less of like a thing. You know, like in in terms of like casual work day settings. Maybe since like COVID. I was gonna say I think COVID was yeah, huge. Not for as the, many suits the in the office game. these days. I just like what what made suits people used to go so out to restaurants and wear jackets all the time. You just don't see that. As they're much. not functional. Like they're not very functional at all. They do look good though. They, they I don't do really think good. they look good. Yeah, they do. It's well, like, oh, like there's a guy that's wearing thick clothes. Good for him. They look good in the right right setting. Like uh, they look good at weddings. I just think thick and tight. That's what I think when I see a suit. Like you're not gonna go to a wedding wearing your Titans jersey. I would. You would. Yeah, I know you would. Rather. I know you would. Charlie's actually probably gonna make his wedding. Like no one wears suits to, yeah. to Charlie's wedding. You Wear your favorite I, jersey. Time out. You think that I get a say? Maybe. My Mary and myself. <laughs> Maybe you just meet a sports fan that, you know, loves the Titans as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Or the Nationals. The thing that's really getting me too is not wearing a hat. My hair, so my hair doesn't really like to listen to me either. So it's just in my eyes today. Your hair is very long. It's just in my eyes today. I honestly, I mean, I understand the hat with the suit isn't a great look, but I thought you pulled it off pretty decent. You did. It doesn't work for everybody, but it worked for you. I don't think it works for anybody. I don't think you can just wear a hat with a suit. Can you? I mean, 
Not usually. What, what if we got you a top hat instead of like a baseball a cap? Top hat, <laughs> like an Abraham Lincoln type thing. We go full um, on. If I wear a top 1800 hat for the rest of the look. week, can I take a week off? A week of suits. Hmm. Top hat for maybe. A week? I don't know where I get a top yeah, hat. Yeah, where are you going to find a good top hat? you find a good top hat. Is there, does anyone have a readily available top hat that fits a guy <laughs> that has a, a non-readily available sized head? If you can find a good top hat, I consider. Because I, I need, like... Definitely consider. I mean, I need, like, that would a, be hilarious. at least a size 8. Not like guaranteed, but eight I would, I would definitely... On hats. Definitely would consider. Yeah, that's, that's going to be tough, finding a top hat for you. Like, head. I can't find hats in stores a lot of times, even... I used to wear like fitted hats all the time, and then I just got to the point where I I just can't even find comfortable fitted hats that fit anymore. I'm not good with hats. I'm not a I'm not a huge hat guy. You're not a huge like anything guy. You just, that's not you true. Just wear the same plain clothes. Every <laughs> that's day. not true. Every single day. I did, no. I I have some hats, but I don't I don't wear a lot of hats. I feel like I have a, a weirdly shaped head, and they just don't fit very well, or they're just not comfortable enough. Andy was wearing a hat there for a little bit. In the show. Yeah, I wear, he, he I wear hats that one here hat there. with that, that same Harvard sweatshirt. Yeah. That's like, it, yeah, I'll definitely throw on a hat if, like, you know, I'm running late to something. I haven't I haven't brushed my hair or anything. You know, you just want to throw on a hat. No, uh, that's no cowboy sweater today? No. Cowboy sweater. <laughs> Staying on the shelf not, today. Not a real fan, I guess. Staying on the shelf today. Um, it's a sad Monday. Sad Monday. It'll come back out. Don't worry. But just it's not. It's like today. the worst feeling is like, damn, we we don't play football again and bucks. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like over now, and that's fine. Um I was expecting it at some point to happen. We have it happened. three football games left. That's true, yeah, three. That's sad. It is a there were more Cowboys football made games it to this the, past weekend than there are left. That hurts. Cowboys made it to the final four. Final four games. <laughs> they made it. Yeah, I mean, you guys were in the Elite Eight. We were. We made the Elite Rick Eight. Rick Barnes has only done that once. Or not it's Rick Barnes, Elite Eights, uh, are, elite eights are rare. The elite Eights are important to celebrate. Let's let's put that up on a banner, AT&T. We want a playoff game. We want a road playoff game. I mean, you guys still haven't <laughs> won a playoff game over someone with a winning record in, like, a couple years. but Yeah. You guys want a playoff game. We want a playoff game. That was kind of fun. Yeah, when's the last time you've... You've won a, a playoff game on the road against a team with a winning record. Well, now we're just getting into weird stipulations here. You can't just start adding layers <laughs> oh, knowing that we hadn't won a road playoff oh, game in 30 years. I'm going to stipulate all I want. Um, yeah, no, I mean, the Cowboys are what they, they are. They, they're they non-winners. They're non-winners these days. And they just didn't, they didn't play in the fourth quarter. Um, I'm sure we'll get into this game more. But... They went from being very confident against an under 500 team to very timid against a a team who looked a lot more poised than they did. So well, you know, it's just it's hard to match the poise of a seventh round quarterback. Not that Brock Purdy won this game, but the Cowboys lost this game, and the 49ers defense played a very very good game. Yeah, Brock Purdy did it. Did he did enough to not lose his cool to lose this game? Yeah, which like Dak didn't do. Which Dak didn't do. So yeah, shout out Brock Purdy. Like, yeah, it's hard to do. So not not saying anything to like diminish Brock Purdy, but like 
I, I don't is think it a little he, frustrating that the guy that made I think like <clears> almost a hundred thousand dollars per passing attempt this year looked less poised than the seventh rounder? Oh, it's very frustrating. Yeah, no, it's incredibly frustrating. And in my mind, you know, you had the whole Tony Romo era, and Tony Romo was a great quarterback for a lot of reasons, but he never could win those big games. He could never take you to a conference championship game. He could never win a Super Bowl. And you moved on, and, and the goal should have been, hey, we need a guy who can win these games. And Dak Prescott, in my opinion, is a great quarterback. Like He's a good quarterback, but is he a Super Bowl-winning quarterback? Probably not. And he's and I don't say that to mean like he's, you know, maybe can't win a Super Bowl, because I think anyone can maybe get in a good situation and, and have a good year and win a Super Bowl. We've seen it before. It might happen with Brock Purdy this year. He just lands in a really good situation. And, and I feel like Dak's rookie year, if he had been in the same situation, Dak was very poised his rookie year as well. Um, so maybe if he was on a better team, he could have won. But not to say he can't, but at this point, he's going to be 30 next year. It, his window is, is running out. The Dak-Zeke window of, of winning a Super Bowl is is definitely running out. So I mean, Zeke's gone. Zeke right? is – Zeke is – he's got nothing. He's got no legs anymore. Like, I he, mean, isn't – can't you now cut him and save a bunch of money this offseason? Oh, I have no idea. Point? I haven't even begun to look into that. Like, I'm but, pretty sure even, like, last offseason – the Cowboys were kind of interested in cutting him. He doesn't but. have that motor anymore. He's he's lost all that get up. He's still a, a good blocker and a good goal line back, but and and put them together with a Tony Pollard, they become dangerous in in some levels. But I think Tony Pollard just played his last snap as a Cowboy. Uh, you don't have that one-two punch anymore. Zeke can't do it on his own at this point in his career. He's going to also be thirty. What? How many thirty-year-old running backs are still playing in the NFL? Not a lot. Yeah. Derrick Henry and Zeke. Mm-hmm. Not I, a lot. I, I was heartbroken lot. to see Tony Pollard get hurt in that I game was, too. too. That was so that sad. Was he he has had such a great year. Career year. Such contract a good year. year. Oh, I think he's still – he's done everything he's needed to to secure a big contract next year. So, I mean, thankfully, like, he is – he had a, a really good year already. But, yeah, I hated it for him because he's a, he's a difference maker. You lose him. Like, you can't run the ball. Zeke is – he can't get more than four yards a carry mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't have that ten plus yard burst that he used to have. So that took that element out of it. And then Dak, man, he just, oof, bad game. Not a good game from Dak. Um, ball was in his hands, three and a half to go, and you say, all right, Dak, here's your moment. Like you, you throw, you had some bad, bad throws early in the game, but you got a chance to go down the field and tie it up. And yeah, and you just miss Gallup on a deep ball and. You know, you run a first down play and almost take a safety. I don't, I don't get what that was. It was just a very weird performance from Dak, who just had the game of his life on Monday. It just felt like you'd see a little bit more in that situation. He didn't. Well, definitely, obviously, spend more time diving into all the playoffs. But uh, everyone good today? How's everyone feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Had a good weekend. Um, yeah, I mean. It's just kind of, I think, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It's just kind of weird. Football season's ending. You get so caught up into it from sep- on pretty much August. Start September, but, like, you just get drawn in on in August, and then you're sitting back down in January, and your teams are eliminated now, and you're like, dang, I'm looking towards the draft that's in April. Uh, yeah. Hey, the good news, uh, Sam, is that it's March Madness season now. Yeah. We can, we can, now we can completely it, focus on when one When one good thing comes to an end, another – just pops up there except if you're in the months of july and august and that doesn't happen and you have to wait a long time 
thankfully, it always provides. There's something on the horizon. We'll get some spring training soon. You can't be too sad when your team loses. You can, but there's always something good that, that comes back around, and it's just the nature of it. No one's happy at the end of the season but one team. But one team. Pitchers and catchers report soon. Yeah. Hey, it's almost baseball season. I'll tell you what. Tennessee baseball's coming back around. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. We got, uh, what? We got three weeks still Tennessee baseball. Three and a half, I guess. One, two, three, four weeks. So we are in the fourth week. When does it start? The February 10th? That weekend? Are they in Arizona or is it the next one? Nope, it's the next weekend. So the, the 17th, 18th, 19th is their first week. Softball is the 10th, 11th, 12th. So softball starts a week early. Gives you a little taste of uh, diamond sports around college campuses. And then baseball hits you a week later. Coming up. Beautiful. Coming up. Did a... I don't know. I was going to say it maybe had more of a... Everyone started to get into college basketball feel to the week, except then the weekend didn't, so... What? I was going to say we, we were maybe starting to get to the point where like it feels like everyone's kind of getting into college this basketball. Week. It's this and, week. Like, this past week people were, but not really because this is the week. this weekend you have... I don't even know if it'll be this week either, though. We got two college game days in Knoxville this week. That is pretty... Two Absurd. of them in three in a span of two days. Shout out to our event management people that are going to figure that. One well, they'll out. just leave it there, right? Like surely, just like leave the setup there. I mean, is it two different sets and two different crews? I don't know. Two it's people, two different, though? two different like different people in terms of who's sitting right. at the desk and like the talent. But like, I don't. It's ESPN College Game Day, both of them. So surely, like they can make they can kind of keep a lot of it the same, right? I don't know. Good questions though, because. What time is Tennessee, Texas on Saturday? Six o'clock, I believe. Yeah, so the the Lady Vols game day, they're doing it Thursday night, like seven right. Eastern, an hour, and it's just gonna feed right into the, the game broadcasts. This one though is like gonna be in the morning and then the game is like five hours later. So I, they're probably gonna do it on the court, whereas the women's college game day is probably gonna be off to the side. I don't, right. Yeah, I don't that that is two different setups. But, uh, hey, but women's college game Shout day. Shout out. Coming to Knoxville Thursday, Tennessee UConn. Did uh, the Lady Vols win yesterday? They did. It was a thrilling fourth quarter down the stretch win. 8-0 run in the final minute to win by three. Wow. Yeah, last 8-0 second. 8-0 run in the final minute to yes. win by three? Um, it was on the road at Missouri, a, a good team. Yeah, Missouri was what, undefeated in conference play before that? No, they they started 3-0, and but they lost. This was their fourth straight loss because they've played – all four of the hardest teams, other hardest teams. Mm-hmm. They went South Carolina, LSU, Tennessee in a row. So, tough stretch. So, um, Tennessee now 8-0. 8-0. And SEC play. Eight straight? Nine straight. Nine straight. Yep. Big test, though. You get UConn on Thursday, on the road, LSU a week from the day. Very fun. That's a brutal back-to-back. Brutal back-to-back, but really fun. I mean, that's you've been playing some, some good teams in SEC play, but, you know, none of those, like, teams that are considered in the – top four with you so any chance you you uh, any chance you end up ranked this monday that's a great question and i i think that might not happen just because it's you know you haven't beaten you still haven't beaten a top 25 team you know yeah so you're you're uh, you're at the point now where you're winning the games you should 
but now you've got a chance, hey, you beat UConn, you beat LSU, you're definitely in there, you know. There's a lot of interesting AP poll stuff coming today. The men's AP poll the side of things is going to be wild. As always, crazy. So today. many, so many L's around college basketball this week. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to figure out what the AP poll is going to be. Probably I love I love guessing two. the AP poll. I guessed Tennessee right last week, so we're going to see if we can get it right this week. We'll try to get the AP poll nailed down in hour number two when we get into college basketball. But for now, we'll catch a break. We'll dive into the playoffs on the other side. Stay with us here on the Blitz. So, four playoff games this weekend, and three favorites hold serve. We get, really, I guess, two good games, two not-so-good games, three fun games to watch, and one other one. (laughs) Uh, One other very disappointing one. Incredibly disappointing. Mm. But... I guess before we get into this on like a game by game basis, do you have any kind of broad takeaways from this weekend? Any kind of uh, resounding thought yeah. that comes through after watching all of that? My first thing is that uh, the AFC side of things is we're really just going to get Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen for ten more years. It just feels like sweet of you to include a, a loser like Josh Allen in there. Well. I'm I'm not saying Josh Allen is going to win out of those three. He probably might lose every single year, but I'm just saying those three at least are going to get to the divisional round maybe every single year for the next 10 years. Like, I mean, are we going to expect anything different? Like, those three could be just locks to run AFC for the next 10-plus years, right? And then maybe one random team sneaks their way in there. Like, not just in the divisional round, but, like, mainly in the conference championship, like we're just going to get a rotation of of Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen. It feels like. That's what it feels like to me. Just those three are the the three best teams and could be for a while. I know you got to sign back Joe Burrow. He's got a contract coming up. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And all that stuff. but It feels like that to a certain extent, and I understand why it feels like that. I feel like that's also kind of a thing that's been said at different points throughout the, the NFL and, I guess there's probably been times where it was right. You know, I'm sure there's probably some people that thought, oh, it's going to be Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Divisional round, you got to get play through them every year. And, and that was It was that way accurate. for a while. I mean, that was the way it was. Hey, I mean, sure it used to be Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and, right? and whoever else made the playoffs because they never actually made the Super Bowl, either of, those two, <laughs> either of those two. Now, I mean, I guess everybody has questions moving forward. I mean, you know, one day Patrick Mahomes is going to have to play without Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I don't think that'll cause think any fine. kind of major hindrance. You're going to have to see Joe Burrow on a roster that is no longer supported financially in this, to the same degree because he's going to be taking up the money. Yeah, you know, I, is that going to look like Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon? I don't know. I mean, we've seen Joe Burrow look human, like he did against the Ravens, but more often than not, we've also seen him look like Joe Shiesty. Joe Burr. Snow Burrow. Snow Burrow. That's a, I like that, that one. That was the I new didn't one. I see that one floating around yesterday. Snow Burrow. I like to I may, I like to make the sound, though. The Joe Burr. Burr. Joe Burr. Either way, yeah. You want to no. try, Sam? Burr. Very well done. Right. Very well done all, all around the board. Um, 
And, you know, I guess Josh Allen, same question's going to come, right? Well, like, we said it. He's either going to, like, either he does what people thought he should do, or now he's going to be the overrated quarterback, and I think now he's the overrated he's quarterback. He's officially hit it. I think he's officially, like, it, it happened. And it, we talked about it as, like, oh, here's this window. He has this chance. Like, if he makes the run, everybody's going to be praising him as, like, he is him. Like, this He's is Josh Allen. That guy. And I bet the pendulum is going to swing too far in the other direction now. Yeah, and now that we said if this happens, if he loses to Joe Burrow again, in the, or if he loses to the Bengals again and he loses in another divisional round game, then all of a sudden he has now hit the point where people are going to start saying he's overrated, and I've already seen it in flurries, and it it's rightfully deserved I, I at this point. Saying it, yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, it's deserved at this point. You haven't won anything. You haven't won I, anything. I mean, and it's not Josh Allen's fault that – that like we got too far ahead of ourselves with Josh Allen because he was a project of a quarterback when he came into the NFL and you know quickly those tools were molded into an elite quarterback and he still is an elite quarterback there's such a negative connotation i think with like overrated where you think oh overrated oh he must suck no that's not that's not it it just means it's that it's high expectations that you yeah, haven't you achieved were not yet quite reaching your expectations and those expectations and we place, were potentially uh, set unfairly for you well, because you're a little bit overrated at this point in time yeah well, until he can continue to develop and take that next step in his development yes. and clear the turnover he's stuck out, in a spot right now decisions. he uh and we unfairly after that loss to the chiefs last year we unfairly said oh the bills if they would have just won that game they would have been super bowl champs like we, I think we unfairly were kind of like, oh, that right. Bills were good enough to win the Super Bowl. That was the Super Bowl. When in reality, no, Bengals ended up beating the Chiefs, and then the Bengals lost the Rams. So there was a whole lot of players left in that pool. But we unfairly were like, oh, yeah, Josh Allen and the Bills are ready to make the Super Bowl run. Clearly, they were not yesterday. I mean, that whole Bills team did, did not show up in a lot of ways. So when it comes to Josh Allen, I, I just think – the the good for him is just so special in the way that it looks, like visually, that we are far more forgiving of the mistakes that he makes. And he's still at the point in his career where he makes too many mistakes. But, you know, if he were to go, if he were to have the same stat lines as he's had, like this, I guess we shouldn't be surprised by this. In the last couple of years, there's been games that have indicated that Josh Allen is more than capable of kind of falling flat on his face. A game where he scored six points against the Jags. A game where, you know, he had less than 200 yards against the Falcons and against the Jets and a loss against the Jets and, you know, all the turnovers that have come. It's just like Josh Allen can have a 21-28 to day for like 310 yards, four touchdowns and two picks, and, you know, the 21 completions and 310 yards aren't just a quarterback that's going to drop back in the pocket and, like, find someone open over the middle of the field and, like, he's going to make a pretty good throw and then, you know, that guy's going to pick up 14 yards after the catch, first down, whatever. It's just like when Josh Allen is completing passes and throwing touchdowns, it's a 6'5", uber-athletic white dude running around in the pocket throwing, like, two stiff arms. Recklessly barreling into people. Like, launching a ball 65 yards off of his back foot directly into a receiver down the field in stride. And then we see that and we go, he's just special. And he is – his talents are special. Yeah. But then the next play he'll throw a pick and we'll be like, oh, well, but last play he just threw it 65 yards off the back of his foot into someone perfectly in stride. He's the second-best quarterback in football. Do you remember that playoff game where he just – chucked the football randomly like what was it against the texans where he was just like about to go down and then he just 
and explicitly it. chucked it. Just threw I love, it. I, I love you that. Just unlocked <laughs> I love that, that memory. Yeah. Great memory. Uh, Josh Allen, yeah. He, good quarterback. Um, yeah, not not there in terms of taking that step to, to being a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Not that, like, I feel like if you get to a Super Bowl, you could definitely trust him to be your quarterback on that right. stage. But it's hard to make a Super Bowl. Like, it's hard to make a Super Bowl. And for how much talent you do have, you would you'd think that the pieces would come together to have them, you know, poised to make that run yet, and it just hasn't been there. Which is like, yeah, I think that's kind of something that's been – that gets lost within fan bases sometimes, not just in, in the NFL but in sports. Like, people don't realize how hard it is to win a championship. And I think sometimes when a, team, win. when a team that's capable of winning a championship doesn't win a championship, immediately, you know, the next step, the, the, the people want to rush to try to draw crazy conclusions. All right, we see it with, we see it with Tennessee basketball. Yeah. Like, we see it with the Titans the last couple of years. But, like, here we are seeing it with the Bills. We see it every Cowboys. time a team gets eliminated, like with the Cowboys. And I think sometimes it's okay to just look at yourself and be like, hey, we had a team – that's capable of winning a Super Bowl. We have a team that I think if we run it back in the same situation could have gone and won a Super Bowl, but yeah. this year they didn't because there are six other teams like us, and winning a Super Bowl is very hard to do. It's just hard to hear. Like it's it's, and it's that's just hard like, to hear after you know you had a team that could win the Super Bowl and they don't. And I think people like have a hard time, yeah, like you said, dealing with that. Just so instead you want to jump to like there's some major problem. Just blow it up. Fix blow it up. It. And it's just yeah. like, no, it's just – Blowing like things up, I promise. Blowing things up, I promise. Like I feel like half the time doesn't work out. And I think too, like the main conversation, which obviously there is some truth to it. I don't know. I think you also see, you know, someone an elite quarterback wins a Super Bowl, and everyone goes, "You have to have an elite quarterback to win a Super Bowl." You know, if you don't have an elite quarterback, you can't win a Super Bowl. I mean, certainly that makes it easier, but I think there's also, you know, other ways to win. Yeah, and Pat, Pat Mahomes time, has like, a lot of lose a, Super a lot Bowl of individuals around. It's too. not just Pat Mahomes. You know, you got a good defense. You you got a great coach. You've had a lot of good weapons, a lot going on there. So yeah, it's not just the elite quarterback. Um, yeah, I had a thought. I don't remember it anymore. It happens. It happens. I had a really good thought too. It was profound. I I'm disappointed. Then I would have loved to have heard it. <laughs> Sam, any? You have any profound thoughts? This this Mahomes Burrow matchup is starting to feel a lot like Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. Mm. That is that which? is the new age. Is I think Mahomes is Tom Brady. I was thinking Mahomes is Manning. Really? How so? More gifted physically, probably a better all around. They're quarterback. both not uh, incredibly gifted physically. Actually, I could see that a little bit. But Peyton was like, like definitely the more gifted quarterback, and like Tom Brady was like just the winner. Burrow's got the, the brain guy that just found ways to win. Yeah, yeah. Burrow's got the okay. stoic approach brain, that that Brady's I get that. got as well. I get that. Um, uh, yeah, I get that. It just feels like that matchup all over again. Like you just Manning see, Harrison. You just see Mahomes, like Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Mm, you mean Manning, Clark, Dallas Clark? No, I was Manning Marvin Harrison. I'm not talking like positional, more of just lead receiver. Manning, Reggie Wayne. Manning, Morvin Harrison. Yeah, okay. Are you not a. No, I was just trying to throw in other Colts receiver, just other Colts receivers. Maybe it's Manning, Manning, Manning Austin, Manning, Collie. Manning, Harrison, Mahomes, Hill. <laughs> Manning, Wayne, Mahomes, Kelsey. Maybe. 
Manning. I think we're disrespecting Dallas Clark here, though. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean. I that guy was a beast. He was a stud. I haven't forgotten. Who was Tom's? Is, is, is Jamar, are we comparing Jamar Chase to Wes Welker? Randy Moss, I guess. Randy Moss. Yeah, he gets Randy Moss. Yeah, I think Randy Tyler Moss. Boyd's more of a West. <laughs> That's Welker. better. What, what's T. Higgins yeah, then? T. Higgins. I don't know. Brandon LaFell. Julian Edelman. Gronk. T. Higgins could yeah, be Gronk. Yeah, T. could be Gronk. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, make Joe Mixon, sense. Aaron Hernandez. Both got into Who has been – who was the – James White was the was – the, a long time running back, yeah. LeGarrette Blunt and uh, well, LeGarrette Blunt had and, an absolutely uh, wild year that year with the, the Patriots. Backup running like, back out of nowhere, for the, uh, the the Bengals that like Ben Jarvis Green Ellis that tore us up. Good backup running back. Small JP Ryan, like current backup for the Bengals. I, my brain broke. Yeah, yeah. P Ryan would be P Ryan. Yeah, who's the other one? Talking about uh, Giovanni Bernard, old Giovanni no, Bernard. No, 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 I know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about. You're saying like last year in the playoffs, Charlie? Against the Titans or what? I think uh, I, I, I well, don't Let's know. just name former Patriot I can see those here. wheels trying to turn in your head there. Rex Send Burkhead. Us to break. Rex Burkhead. Send us to break. I, I'm done with this segment. Get us out of here. Does your business need... All right, back here on the Blitz. So, uh, starting with Saturday's games, Chiefs-Jags. Pretty impressive performance from Patrick Mahomes, all things considered. Uh, went down, I guess, what, early second quarter? Or was it yeah. late first? Either way. It was late first. Got rolled up on pretty good. And, and, and really looked like he hurt that ankle pretty bad. Like, I didn't think. Watching it live... I thought it was a knee injury. It didn't feel like – yeah, I thought it was a knee injury watching it live, but it also just didn't feel like Patrick Mahomes was going to play again on Mm -hmm. Saturday. He was handing off the ball on one leg. Like, he was hopping and handing off the ball the next play. And – He was hurt, too. Like, it's a high ankle sprain. I mean, he is (laughs) – He got hurt. Like, it's going to be an issue this weekend. Mm -hmm. Probably the rest of the playoffs. Like, he's going to be dealing with it. Even if they make the Super Bowl. No. But – I don't know. I kind of, I kind of reached like a new level of respect this weekend for Patrick Mahomes. That that's not to say that I didn't have before, but I, I mean, it just grew even more this weekend to see him. I mean, just be so gutsy out there, and it wasn't like he had typical Mahomes day or anything. 195 yards, two touchdowns, but he still just made the plays to drive winning. You know, he found. Kelsey when it mattered. He made that, that third down throw when it mattered, and and the Chiefs were able to just do enough to get past a pretty strong performance from the Jags, all things considered. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the fact he stuck it out and came back in, not a lot of guys would have done that, I especially, mean, you know, you, you know you, given it's just the divisional round game. Especially when you have – Expect to win. Like a Lamar Jackson elsewhere in the NFL that – you know, with a, a knee injury, not an ankle injury, well, but, like, not play for, like, six, seven, eight weeks. I know. Well, this is not was. to diminish, like, any other injuries. Like, yeah. no other quarterback sh- no other quarterback should be resting. Like, you've know, you no, got to play. That's not where I was going with it. Yeah. I was saying, like, especially when you have that happen elsewhere in the NFL, and, and it's not to say that, like, Lamar Jackson should have forced himself to play. Like, you know, you don't have that contract. You don't want to mess your career up before you get that bag. But, 
you know when you when you don't have Lamar playing, and then you know you, you juxtapose that with like a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who's the face of the NFL, gutting out an injury like that when he very well couldn't, ha- you know, when he very well could have just said, "Hey, Chad Henney, you got <laughs> this." Uh, I just, you know, it, it brought me another level of respect for him, and I, I just, I think it showed you why his teammates like to play for him so much. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it shows. Lot, clearly a lot of leadership and a lot of guts to get back out there. Mahomes just in general this year I think has taken on uh, like that next stage of, of elite quarterbackism where you know he lost his best weapon and, and instead he's just kind of shaped his game into form even more across the board. He's, he's just become an even better all-around quarterback. He's become better in structure this year. Uh, you know, I think he does a really good job of never really being controversial. You know, for all the incidents that his wife Brittany and Jackson Mahomes caused him last year, I haven't heard of about yeah, them once. Like one of the more impressive things this season is, I don't even think like I've seen them pop up on a screen from the preseason until this point. Yeah, like what happened? Nothing at all. Where so are they? They all right? He's gotten them out of the spotlight too. Like just. I don't know. He's he's kind of matured, I think, this year and just taking that next step. And it's like, yeah, this guy's just going to be Patrick Mahomes for the next decade plus. But um, I think the, really the questions coming out of that game now is just what does the rest of this week hold for Patrick Mahomes? Obviously, uh, that's the kind of injury that, you know, maybe you come back from Saturday and it's all right, but kind of feels worse throughout the week and the next week than it did in the moment. My gut feeling now, I don't think he's going to be effective enough to beat the Bengals because of this ankle injury. That's kind of my gut feeling sitting here on Monday. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's the question. Like, how healthy is he going to be? Because, I mean, a lot of what Pat Mahomes does is his ability to get outside and run around and, and extend plays. He's very good at that. If he's limited, he, his whole game is going to have to change. And I'm sure, you know, the Bengals are going to, really try to put a lot of pressure on him. They're not They're not going to have any sort of sympathy towards what he's dealing with. They're going to get after him and, and maybe make him try to move around a little bit on that. So that is a huge question. You know, it was it's a game that the Chiefs lost last year. You don't want it to happen again. Like you, You're in this situation again where, hey, you either lose a conference championship two years in a row or or uh, you're able to get back to the Super Bowl again. I mean, it's a, it's a huge game, so of course he's going to stick it out. But, yeah, what's his – Mobility going to look like? What's his health going to look like? You know he's playing, and you know there's no question on if he's you know not going to play or how limited he's going to be. It, it it will be probably the biggest storyline coming into the weekend. Yeah, and again, the early feel for me is that he's not not going to be effective enough. Which I don't know because Cincinnati's just there hasn't been a lot of there was not a lot of flaws right Sunday. Which like maybe I'm wrong here. You know, I don't want to doubt Patrick Mahomes. And I'm not saying that he's going to be rendered completely ineffective or anything like that, but I just think with how good the Bengals already are, I mean, even if he was healthy, I just I just don't really – like, I, I like the Bengals in this game either way. So you, a, a banged-up Patrick Mahomes, you know, I don't care what you put in your body and how tight you wrap up that ankle. Like, it's going to still – it's going to still be an issue. Um Going to still be an issue. You'd think for all the, the good things the Chiefs have done with their organization, with their coaches, with their personnel, their roster building, 
you think that by now they'd have a better backup quarterback than Chad Henney. Like that is, I, I guess, like Chad Henney. Chad Henney, man. He just keeps that going. They one scramble that on that one fourth and six to get a first down and win a game that one time. But Anything's possible. You certainly feel like they would have looked around and been like, hey, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he did have that knee injury that one time a couple years ago. Like, he is kind of the thing that drives our offense. Like, maybe we should have a better backup. Chad Henney is 37 years old, man. Still going. What are you, Michigan stud. We gonna get like uh are we gonna get a Chad Haney drive to try to win the game on Sunday night? I hope so. I hope not. I mean I don't want Pat Mahomes to be right. hurt, but like I'd love for Chad Haney to be like a, a Nick Foles situation where he just somehow wins the Super Bowl and we're like, Man, Chad Haney really won a Super Bowl. Chad Haney, ninety eight yards, a minute seventeen seconds, one timeout. Chiefs down. I mean, he would retire after that, right? Like, surely, or maybe I think just he'd like retire after the AFC Championship game. I don't even think he'd play the Super Bowl. Just, just be done. Ninety-eight yard drive. This man's done my job. Drive wired off the field and right out of the park. Chad Henney, right man. Up. Chad, talk about Chad Henney, man. He's been a backup quarterback in the league now for about fifteen years. This guy has made a fantastic living, just chilling. And you got to respect the the hell out of it too. It's awesome. It's awesome. There's no there. There can't be many other. I mean, you work hard. Clearly, like if you're still you're a backup quarterback, you're still working a ton. Like I mean, you're you're doing all the workouts, all the practices. You're learning everything. But like the fact that it's not like weighing down on your body as much as a starter. Like you're not getting hit on a constant Sunday basis. How many games did he started in his career? Fifty four. That's still a lot. I mean, that's he, more he, than I would. He, he he played a lot. It looks like he played. He was a primary starter with the Dolphins for two years. Looks like. I One year was, for Jacksonville, but he's I only. I don't remember the Jacks. Do you remember him? I remember him being on the Jaguars. I, I do. Jags, yeah. But the thing is, he's only started four games since 2013. Not bad. I mean, you're, that's longevity right there. Keeping the tread on those tires. Yep. Just cashing in checks. Four starts since 2013. Fifty from 20, 2008 to 2013. Did you see the guy, by the way, that bet? Five dollars on Travis Kelsey, I did Dallas see that. Goddard, Jamar Chase, and Dalton Schultz to each score the first touchdown in their respective games. I could have made that bet. Is the thing like those are like kind of those popular are the players ones that make you so mad. I could have mm-hmm. done that. It's just like we could have all made seventy two thousand. We could have done that. Five dollars off of five bucks. We could have all done it. Trivia time. What's Chad Henney's middle name? Uh, well, his full name is Chadrick. <laughs> no. It's Chad. Uh, you each get a guess, and I'll and I'll d- deem a winner based on who's closest. <laughs> Sam, you go first. Um, Chad Blank Henny. I don't give, give me give me Chad Johnson. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Ocho Cinco. Chad Johnson. Shout out Ocho Cinco. <laughs> All right, so he's got Chad Johnson, Henny. Give me, yeah, give me Chad Ocho Cinco. Well, no, no. <laughs> give me a real guess. Um, Chad Richard Henny. His Oscar. Mil- you changed it to Oscar? No, I'm staying with Richard. Oscar. <laughs> it's Chad Stephen Henny. No! Mm. I'm going to give it to Sam. I think he was closer. I don't know how you could possibly deem that, but uh, we'll catch <laughs> one more break before the end of the hour. All right, wrapping up hour one here on the Blitz, and uh, not a whole lot of time left this hour. 
So we'll go ahead and we'll use this time to head over to the punishment wheel. Yes. We got five more days. Five, five more, spins. more days. I'm halfway through. Last week I got suit for a week and suit for a week again. Yep. And leg wax. Yep. And we canceled out your American Idol one. Nightly NBA game. Yeah, when does that start? Oh, tonight, I guess. Okay. Uh, you guys got to pick an NBA game for me to watch. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to tie in with my best bet. You're just going to have to watch my best bet <laughs> and then really follow along. It'll help you, though, too, because you can also – I'll just root, I'll root for the You can root for the I'll over bet, as well. It'll, it'll make it a little more interesting. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's head over to the wheel. Whoa. Are we going to pick a bad Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, this <laughs> the dinner wheel. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to start. I'm just going to start. Why is that wheel so big? I have all 89 things that I think I can make for dinner. That was crazy. That I, I was like, how many punishments did we just add? Did, like, you took every recipe that you I just, are confident in cooking. I can think of that I can make. Should it we just like. 89 things, and yeah, it's just on a wheel. Can me and Sam say That's what we'd idea. like you to get? It's really pretty smart. Saturday, I spun it Saturday, ended up making grilled cheese and tomato soup. That's a great meal. It's a great uh, meal. I'm gonna spin it. Not today. I got probably basketball want, to broadcast. I kind of want spin spray it tan for dinner. Uh, all right, let's. You spin. should send me that wheel. I kind of want to try that. Yeah, spin me too. That punishment wheel. Can you share a wheel, Charlie? Yeah, I sure. Hope can share a wheel. Well, I'll spin it for. Oh, here it <gasps> is. Oh, it's just learn a language. Should we do it? Should we? You've already got to learn, learn a language. language. You can't either. learn. You can't learn two languages. I'll remove it. Do it again. And re-spin it. Maybe the wheel is just here. Maybe you actually have to become like trilingual. A, gives you a no punishment because you're... Or just punishes you extra harder because you won't learn another language. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Two weeks of NBA <laughs> Nightly report. NBA game report. We get, we get suits and NBAs. <laughs> I was saying, like, you're, we're just drawing this out so much farther for you by not getting, we, like, single punishment, but, like, week-long punishments. Should we let Charlie maybe knock some of these out and, like, stand by his TV in a suit and give, like, a post-game <laughs> recap of the NBA game? It's supposed to. No, I think, I think you, yeah, no, you just got to really focus on these NBA for the next two weeks. It's going to help you out. Maybe when you make bets here in a yeah, few, you're going to become a you're going to become really NBA good at child. NBA bets. So, think of so this I'm as, watching two straight weeks of NBA games, or do I have to watch two at night? I didn't know it was like no a whole two week straight. Worth. I thought it was just like a Charlie. It's up to you. Would, yeah, would, would you rather watch two a night or one for, one every day for two weeks? Okay. Yeah, no two a two a night would be tough. That would not be as fun. You want to see what the dinner wheel would would bring us? Just yeah. hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'm we, curious. About I'm going to make whatever you get right now. All right, whatever it spins, we're making. It's so small. This is a lot <laughs> of stuff. Pot roast. It's a pot roast. Okay. I don't think I know how to make a pot roast. You, you need a crock you can pot. Figure it out. Yeah, you need a crock pot. I don't have a crock pot, so you can do it in a normal pot. Well, it's a pot roast. Okay. It just takes a little bit I'm longer, in. probably. I'm in. All right, Pot hour roast. two coming up next. So you're watching the game, you see another ad for FanDuel Sportsbook, and you think to yourself,